Saul makes ten. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Hello, everybody. Welcome Woo. back. Woo! Back. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. It's been a while. <laughs> We're back with production value. Oh, yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back to Real Talk, uh, Real Talk Podcast, the podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and where we break the rules and talk about whatever we want because it's our podcast. I love that. Our mm-hmm. podcast, our rules. Our podcast, our rules. So it's been, how long has it been? It's been over a year. Oh, too long. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been too long. It's been over a year yeah. since our last podcast, um, which uh, we did, for those who are listening listening now, we did a movie draft. So we drafted elements of uh, a favorite, of our favorite movie, kind of like sports drafting, where once you drafted uh, something, it was off the table. So you can go listen to that if you want. It's a timeless episode. There's no dating, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so for, just to, to rehash what we said last time, uh, there's three of us doing this podcast. My name is Wes. Next to me, we've got Aaron Baker. Aaron, say hello. Hello. Hi, Aaron. Hey. No, I'm very excited <laughs> to talk about movies again. I've I've not talked about movies with anyone else until this podcast happened. So I've been really saving it. So I've got a lot to say. You mean since our last podcast? Yeah, I haven't talked to anybody else <laughs> about any film ever. Just, wow. just to wait for this, because this is where I get to do it. So I'm very excited. So like after you go see a movie with someone, you just sort of go quiet on the car ride home. It's awkward in the group settings for sure. That's when I've felt it the most. Um, (laughs) Hasn't slowed down my movie watching. I still watch them all the time. Um, But yeah, to not talk about them with people until now, uh, it feels like a big weight lifted off. So I'm very excited. You've just kept telling people, hey, if you want to hear what I thought, just watch the podcast next week. I've been, I've been plugging this podcast for years. If we don't get, you know, <laughs> triple viewers, I think it'll be a, 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 a rousing disappointment. Or people just don't want to hear what I have to say. One wow. of those two. Love it. And uh, finally, we have uh, over in North Vancouver, Josh. How's it going? Hi, it's me again. Um, yeah, I am pumped to be back. It's uh, it's nice to just, you know, take some time and just talk about movies and geek out a little bit. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. So we're considering this, I think I can speak on behalf of us, uh, our kind of soft relaunch where we're going to try and actually be a bit more consistent. Um, mm, it's like the Force Awakens of our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're capturing yes. some of that old magic, but... That's exactly. it, actually. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> where the metaphor that's it. goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, one other thing: if you hear a dog whining in the background, that's my dog, and that we're not gonna really do anything about it. So, well, I oh, mean, but... like, she's she's not in like danger. She's not in she's danger. No, no, no. Any, she's like, excited. Trouble. She's excited to see Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. So, we so. would do something about it. If this, if it were serious, just yes. so you know, she yeah. is okay. Yeah, she's happily she, yeah. fed. He is all of her, all of her physiologic needs are being met currently. Very, very well. Very well. Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. So love it. Four minutes into our podcast, and we haven't introduced uh, anything yet. But you know what? To the haters out there that said our last <laughs> podcast was far too long, we say this is our podcast. You know, we're just we we're, say we're gonna make it longer. We're gonna make it longer. Yeah. <laughs> you think that yeah. was long? We're going for Wait. for three hours oh tonight. No, we're not. Oh. So the rings extended. So our <laughs> we just lost half our listeners right there. <laughs> right there. We're, we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna try and keep podcasts to under an hour and we're gonna try and release probably two to four podcasts a month. That's our goal. Okay? And uh, some are some are going to be timely and some are going to be timeless. Okay, I like that. But speaking of timely, I just came up with that. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Um, Speaking of timely, tonight's podcast, five minutes in, we are going to be talking about each of our top three movies from 2021. And then 
depending on the timing and if we feel like it, we might talk a little bit about some uh, some Oscar predictions. Talk about what's going on in the Oscars. So that's the uh, that's the roadmap for tonight. Pretty loose. Does anyone have anything they'd like to to add to that roadmap? No, I can't wait. No. I also, you guys, you guys know I'm always going to, I'm going to keep both of you on your toes. So I didn't tell you this, but because I was like, guys, top three movies, that's what I've got to be. I'm okay if you want to throw in an honorable mention. Oh, good. Because I'm Mm, already going to bring the top three. Okay. I I wasn't going to ask anybody's permission. It was just something that I came here today knowing that I was going to bring more movies than just three of them. Three. Okay. Well, there you go. Because cool. I also, I also feel like there's a couple on my honorable mentions that, um, that I'd like to bring up. But Josh, yeah. something you said that I just want to reiterate. Um, I think 2021 was a very good year for movies, and I, yeah. I also, I, 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 we, this is another aspect we didn't talk about. But I'm assuming we didn't include movies that qualified for last year's Oscars that technically were included or technically released in 2021 yeah i did not i did not either yeah yeah josh is frantically scratching yeah Yeah, no me neither yeah yeah just let me the father Mm -hmm. the father like oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) okay you guys Um, go first yeah i'll be right there yeah (laughs) love it okay so why don't we get right into things and i'm gonna pass the the mic over to aaron and you can get us started with either your third or your honorable mentions or honestly cool whatever you feel like okay um i love this i'm gonna break mine into specific categories and kind of touch on on honorable mentions throughout the uh throughout the process throughout the process that i that i go through um so my third favorite movie for me i kind of took this as my category to uh appreciate the movies that kind of stimulate my mind and what i love about movies and really the science of movies can wait aaron before just one thing before you go there uh that i didn't mention we're sorry to interrupt there but uh we're gonna all go around and say our third favorites and then our second favorites and then our first favorites just so you know so it's it that that's gonna be the format so continue exactly so you know, something that really appeals to what I love about movies, kind of like, you know, the the science of them, the actual like technical production, uh, the actors acting in them, the shots that are cast from the director and cinematographer, um, the sound that goes through its editing is just kind of like my technical award. And it's just like, most of your Oscar nominations are going to be put into this category. I loved watching King Richard. A ton of good musicals came out this year, like West Side Story, uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, or um, In, the, In Heights. the Heights. And I loved all of those movies, but my favorite movie for the actual terms of production of it, um, and also what I believe to be the eventual Best Picture winner, again, going into our kind of Oscar talk, is The Power of the Dog. Um, I think this this is kind of a slow burn neo-western um, in nature, but it's honestly like technical filmmaking and prowess to uh, what I believe is one of the best degrees that we've seen. Um, I think the acting in it is amazing. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets up to three acting nominations and, you know, seeing a movie that's actually just technically brilliant is one of the reasons that I watch movies and follow these silly little award shows like the Oscars and stuff, even though they don't always get it right. It's just the fact that, you know, I can see and appreciate these types of movies. So I'm I'm saying The Power of the Dog is number three for me this year. Nice, great, great uh, that, choice, jo- Josh. Any th- have you that, seen that, The Power of Dog? Well, that, I was going to say, dog, this makes dog. me really want to see Power of the Dog now. <laughs> I feel yeah. <laughs> I want to add something, but uh, it's totally. on it's, my list. That's yeah, all I can say. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's a really well-made one. It's not going to be one of those ones that keeps you returning for more and more watches unless you're like, you know, wanting to dissect all its hidden meanings and metaphors. But in terms of like storytelling, acting, filmmaking, all of it itself, all of those components are there. Everything that okay. would make this a great movie like is there and is great so Mm. that's why i give it a spot on my list is it's just so technically you know well made and this is why i put this category like the brain the science of of movie making part of it that really speaks to me at least Mm. and i think uh i'll add one thing here because i i haven't seen it 
but I watched the first 10 minutes of it and I didn't continue watching it. Not because I didn't like it, but no, no, no. The reason I'm saying this is because I ended up watching because it was kind of, I felt like it was in a similar vein was No Country for Old Men, which is Aaron's, what, second favorite movie of all time? Yeah, it's up there in my top five. So sure. so Aaron yeah. gave me a pass for kind of like, I think. Yeah, kind of, absolutely. Kind of it's in the same neo-Western, very slow brain yeah, movie. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, this isn't mm-hmm. going to be something that you like, you know, watch and feel like empowered to change the world afterwards. This is, but it definitely needs some dissection and um, it's definitely a good movie. I feel like well, that's literally the only scenario that it wouldn't offend Aaron. Like that you yeah. stopped watching. Like, like either, either I, w- <laughs> I wanted to rewatch the Shawshank Redemption or yeah, yeah I, or I <laughs> want, I oh, so, sorry, man. I actually ended up watching one of your like, you know, fifth favorite movie or something like that. It's yeah. just like, Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> how'd you find that one? I guess. So yeah, we'll have to take Aaron's word for it, but I, I look forward to watching it. Um, love that Jesse Plemons is in it from Friday Night Lights old school days making a name for himself i love that love to see it um so yeah great great third choice and there's obviously a lot of uh oscar buzz around that for good reason and tying into our next podcast potentially it's got mary jane watson from the original spider-man right right um, apparently she goes by a different name but yes, <laughs> yes. she is in, yeah I think she's gonna get nominated for best supporting actress. First, first. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. I think so. She. She's phenomenal in it. It's amazing. Unreal. Love it. Um. So that's Aaron's number third, number three pick for year twenty twenty one. It's on Netflix right now. If you want to go watch it, go go watch it. Yep. Josh, do you want to give us your third? Yes, I would love to. Okay, can you hear me? Am I am I still good? Oh yeah, you're you're great. Okay, loud and clear. Okay, sweet. Um, okay. Um, this one. Okay. Oh man, I feel like I should do maybe. There, there's yeah, there's some honorable mentions here. Uh, okay. some movies I loved. Loved the Green Knight. Uh, loved the new James Bond. No Time to Die. Loved, and this might be controversial. The Matrix Resurrections. And uh, yeah, and love the documentary, The Rescue. I thought that was amazing. Um, But my number three is, it's the kind of film that I feel like is part of a dying breed that I wish they would make more of. Um, That is just, whenever I watch a, a film by this director, I always feel like so transported and so like, immersed in whatever environment the film takes place um and especially for like i don't think there's ever been a director that's done this many epics of this scale but so my number three is uh ridley scott's the last duel and uh yeah i i i just felt like this was i love it when when like a a great director like him that's obviously just had such a like iconic career just kind of comes out of nowhere and surprises people again it's like when Federer just like wins another championship and you're like oh he's still wow okay I thought he was kind of winding down great (laughs) um that's how it felt I was like watching it I'm like Ridley yeah like nice um just in terms of like the scope of it like you really feel like you're in like medieval times. The tension is so, so good. Um, the the actual duel itself is like, in, is just incredible. But then you also have like the performances and, and the whole, the whole point of it being, this is how uh, like, I guess like different points of view and, and different backgrounds can cloud how you perceive events and people and um and just how like basically corrupt and horrible society was and still is i think there's like kind of an interesting parallel to today um but yeah it's just it's the kind of movie that isn't made anymore i'm devastated that it didn't do well at the box office because you know people i mean that's you know the studios are going to look at that and be like oh well i guess they don't want that kind of movie 
which is so disappointing. Um, though, though but that I being love said, it. I, I think there's a bit of a slow burn on streaming. Like, I've heard that it's kind of had quite oh, a... Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it's had a little bit of a rise to prominence in the in the streaming world. Okay. So well, that's, maybe, that's good to hear. There is maybe here. hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope so, because I just hope that wasn't, like, the last of its kind, you know? Like, yeah. the, I hope it truly wasn't the last duel. I hope that there's a sequel to this movie. <laughs> or maybe, like, yeah. I guess it would be, like, a prequel. The first duel, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe? The or first like, duel. <laughs> we yeah, should, like, fight. We can't do the last duel again. <laughs> no. The last it's just set, set during, like, caveman times. The yeah. first duel. Yeah, they, they bring it back. There's even no farther. dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, did okay? Did any of you guys see The Last Duel? Like, what, what are your kind of thoughts on it? No, unfortunately, I was part of the masses who <laughs> did not flock to Didn't theaters for this one, which is really unfortunate because I've heard so many great things and so many, like, uh, critical appraisals uh, of the movie that I will be one of those slow burners that watch it on streaming. Yeah. Um, I love yeah. how you, like, bring up in your honorable mentions, Josh, um, The Green Knight, uh, especially in, like, you know, kind of like a compare and contrast almost to this pick uh, with mm. The Last Duel. Uh, so very cool that that was an excellent film um and i and i can't wait to watch the last duel you know especially it's been like you know i don't think i've seen ridley scott's too many of like his movies since the martian but i don't Mm. i don't know how much he's really done since then but yeah he's i mean i would say it's like for me personally i liked it more than the martian um but also it's more my kind of movie but anyway anyways yeah like it's yeah, I don't know, the Martian really... is kind of a kind of a sci-fi. That's kind of your yeah, I do. yeah. You know, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I just I feel like Ridley directs all the kinds of movies I would want to make, probably. Yeah, so okay. maybe yeah. Anyways, all right, Wes, what you got? Um, or wait, have you seen the last duel? Or I have I have also not seen the last duel. Okay. And I just want to address <laughs> what? the people the people out there right now that are like, what is this? You guys haven't even seen these movies. We're busy, okay? We still want to make a podcast and we, we talk about the movies we've seen, okay? So get we off had, our backs. We haven't even seen any of these, but we just watched the trailers. <laughs> and these were the best trailers, so yeah. I was going to say, really, okay? really strong start with two of us doing like yeah. isolated yeah. movies. Let's, let's open it up for discussion. Let's talk yeah, about yeah, no, this. I haven't seen it. Yeah. This yeah. is why there's three of us. We cover all the bases. We watch all mm-hmm. the movies collectively, okay? That's true. So together yeah. we make so one true. full full functioning critic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. So true. Okay, wow. I will uh I'm also going to start off with a couple of my um honorable mentions um which was uh as Aaron alluded to some musicals are in my honorable mentions. I recently watched Tick Tick Boom, which I've been listening to the soundtrack like nonstop. It's the ty- type of movie that makes you go and look up uh, Jonathan Larson on Wikipedia after, and I really like those kind of movies, so that's definitely honorable mention. West Side Story, what is there to say? Steven Spielberg can make musicals. Um, that very well might be in one of some, you know, Josh or Aaron, one of your top twos. Um, and then another one, I, I, this is like honorable mention, but I was really back and forth between uh, my number three and this one. So Coda is an honorable mention for me. I don't know if either of you have seen Coda, yeah no aaron's seen it josh hasn't seen it i just thought coda was such a it was such a good movie like it was just very heartfelt and real i love movies that um that the script reminds you of like real life and how characters might actually deal with situations in real life so it it felt like that it was a source material i didn't know much about and i just found it very very enjoyable so that was a Mm. strong honorable mention but then anyways i'm going on my number three which again easily could be in either either of your top twos is King Richard. Um, mm. So my little background with King Richard here is I was stuck in the airport on our way, uh, the Victoria Airport on our way to Calgary. We were had some flights canceled and we were in there for eight hours. And Aaron and Josh both know, and uh, any family members listening know that I'm the biggest resolution snob on earth and the biggest like audio snob. Um, and I watched this movie on my iPad, like with my AirPods. So definitely not how I would like ideally have watched this movie. And I, I utterly loved it. Like it's such a good, um, it's such a good kind of uh, 
autobiographical movie. Um, we all know um, Venus and Serena, and uh, I knew nothing about their father and their whole life dynamics, to be honest. So um, I don't know how much of it is like completely accurate, but it, it, nonetheless, it was a, 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 I think, a triumphant story of like rising from a kind of uh, unfortunate circumstances to you know pursue perfection. And it's, uh, I mean we'll probably talk about this, like Will Smith was absolutely unbelievable in it. Um, definitely some like LeVar Ball vibes uh, from from uh, his character. Um, but yeah, absolutely loved it. If you love tennis, for sure, watch it. If you like, I'd say heartwarming stories, you'll love it too. So great acting. Um, I'm blanking on the guy's name, The Walking Dead guy. It's Shane from The Walking Dead. What's yeah. his name? No, oh, John great. Yeah, he was great in it. Like he's a tennis coach, and he's uh, awesome. Loved it. Yeah. So yeah, my number I, I, every time he appears in a movie, I, yeah. I just like want him to do well. Yeah, it's it's great, and I think one thing it does very well too that I'll just add is it 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 broaches some very um, like raw subject material, and I think what's a fairly accessible way that this you know that I I really believe that this is still like a family movie. Like I think that any family could go and watch it even though they're still tackling some some relatively like heavy themes at times, which I think is a sign of a really, really well-articulated um, movie. So, yeah, King Richard's mm-hmm. my number three. Any any further thoughts? I know you, you've seen King Richard, Aaron. Yes. Josh, have you seen King Richard? I have. I loved it. Okay, um, cool. Can, can, I, can I say a little something? Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. I loved it. And it, to me, it felt like the kind of movie that would have come out a while ago where like you said Wes it's a family movie but like some of the stuff that happens is so raw and like like emotional that it almost it almost feels like it just like didn't get like sanitized in a way like it didn't get like um like kind of disnified or like turned into like ooh, well that's like that's a bit intense like no we got to take that back a little bit you know like it it kind of walked that line between being like a really mature movie, but also being like, yeah, like you could actually watch this as a family and like come away with, with something really special. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I love, I think part of that, um, that the reason that they were able to do that is just, you know, flipping the autobiography on its head with like, you know, a familiar story, but those familiar characters in real life aren't the main character of your movie. It's the, yeah. you know, supportive yeah. character during their story. So to frame the autobiography through that lens, I think was like a very unique and ambitious concept that uh, they ended up going for. And um, I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you, I think you've, I think those are both uh, insightful comments there. I agree wholeheartedly. Go watch King Richard if you haven't. We're going to say that about all these movies, though, because they're in our top three. Okay, look at us. 23 minutes in. We are for a reason. Yeah, they are in our top three for, and in many, you know. And again, Will Smith probably going to find himself in, uh, with a new trophy in his case, I would imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would hope, yeah. Um... So, Aaron, back to you for your number two. So, my number three, I honest, I honored the kind of like science and technical filmmaking. For my number two, I kind of went with my heart. I went with my enjoyment factor and what movies I enjoyed leaving like the cinema with that lingering feeling of, oh man, this is why I love movies. Um, and for me, this was at least encompassed this year by blockbusters and i think that because we had a lull in 2020 uh with the pandemic that a lot of these movies got pushed back to this year's and like honorable mentions being like james bond's no time to die which was obviously pushed back into this year um a quiet place part two these like big great big movies Encanto from disney like just uh you know i had so much fun with um 
and I'm going to break our rules of a top three and then combine two of them mm. uh, together. Uh, one of them I'm not going to talk too much about, and that's Dune, uh, because I, honestly, I assume that you guys will also be wanting to talk about it. It's a phenomenal film. Um, it gives me, it's the first like biggest world since like, you know, Lord of the Rings and scope. And it, it gives me like faith that, you know, we're still going to make these ambitious concepts in the future. And then the, the sequels to Dune and the other movies that get inspired through its creation and its success at the box office will hopefully kind of spark, you know, uh, really well-made films. Um, and then my next one uh, as well, just kind of tied with that, that of pure enjoyment level that I want to talk about was Spider-Man No Way Home. And I want to specifically talk about this one because I because I'm less certain that you guys will pick it as one of your favorites. Um, mm. But I absolutely thought this was one of Marvel's best uh, foots forward and best movies that they've put out. Um, especially in recent memory and definitely their best work in the phase four of their universe. Um, I thought that the all the characters that they integrated uh, were done super tastefully. Um, and it honestly made me feel like a kid again watching these superheroes. And I absolutely um, love not only the fact that this was, you know, a movie that made me laugh so much but it also uh portrayed some really serious moments and gave like the actual tom holland peter parker some good character growth so love that that's my number two pick going with a tie between dune and no way home love it and i um i I guess I'll just add, it seems like I think we didn't really clarify, but I don't think we're doing any spoilers in this particular episode, and we'll probably leave it like that, so let's... I did, I did pretty good with that one. No, you didn't. Did you didn't, say? No, you didn't yeah. do any spoilers, it's, it, but it made me realize that we didn't clarify, but... Spider-Man's in it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, that's true. That, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I just mean, thought when they resurrected Tony Stark, that was weird. So. <laughs> I thought that too, yeah. Yeah. I, I just mean we're not we're, with any of these movies we're not talking too in depth in the plot um yeah totally and we probably will in other episodes but uh for this we won't i um yeah josh and i and again in our upcoming episode i think w which is going to be kind of centered around spider-man we'll probably get a little bit more into this all i'll say is i think josh and i are both a little bit harder on marvel um and with that being said i 100 percent agree that i think this is marvel's probably best movie for sure in phase four i think probably in the last five years i would say um i i had a great great time it's been a movie that's like been sticking in my head it's uh i think tom holland has to go up and and face some real challenges for what i think is the is the first time um and i'm and i always will have little grievances with the marvel movies but this was as I think working in the confines of Marvel, this is as close as perfection for them that they'll get. So th that's my praise for uh, the new Spider-Man movie. And like I said, it's been stuck in my head. I've just been like, you know, smiling and gleeful at it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, I, I'm again, not as, not a, not a super big Marvel uh, fan, but I will say, I think that, there are moments in no way home that are by far like the most I've ever felt like, Oh man, they're really like hitting it out of the park in this like moment right now that we're watching. Like, this is it. Like, this is great. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I, I think what I'll say is the only frustrations I had with it are mainly about it not consistently doing that although i will echo what you said aaron about there being like real heart behind this one like it, yeah. you felt it coming through so oh, exactly yeah. and, and and that's why it makes the uh place for me is just you know the actual feeling and enjoyment and the fact that mm -hmm. you know i'm going to be re-watching this one a lot faster than i rewatched the power of the dog for example <laughs> yeah. but mm -hmm. you know and the the social like uh influence that that's a movie like this can have um was just a really cool thing and you know i i, I figured at least somebody had to talk about you know the big <laughs> the biggest blockbuster of the year of the, yeah, yeah it's true ever, ever since avatar right like yeah, yeah well, I, I can't, I can't yeah. remember where it is but it's like and, in that conversation and i mean i think that 
this there's this underlying appreciation from all three of us that you know some people are like this movie is safe cinema like there was like oh are we trending towards all movies are streaming and then out of nowhere kind of hopefully hopefully we can say we're nearing the end of the pandemic this movie comes along that just like starts to shatter all these records and people are going to this the movie theaters to see it and that's very cool to see um Mm -hmm. so yeah hopefully tom holland can follow it up with a good movie in uncharted um i've let which i'm less high hopes (laughs) yeah 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 anyways yeah great aaron great number great uh great uh second choice there um josh what's your second number two all right let's go okay um i'll start by saying something that'll probably give it away but i i like musicals i wouldn't say i'm like the biggest fan of musicals however um when i heard that steven spielberg was doing west side story i was just so excited i didn't know anything about west side story like i wasn't like a fan or anything going in um but what i really missed was seeing spielberg just work in an environment where it's all just like it's not like i love when he does special effects like Ready Player One is so much fun, right? But I wanted, like, I just wanted to see him working with actors. I just wanted to see him, like, how he moves the camera in the real world. I wanted to see how his cinematographer, Janusz Kaminski, would would light a set in a musical that's supposed to be big and bombastic, you know? Where that has, like, Spielberg has an almost like musical way of directing like the way the camera moves around or like where he chooses to move his actors like he's just a he's just an expert when it comes to blocking and so a musical seemed like the perfect medium for him and i'm so happy to say that it actually was and I don't know. There there were just moments there where I would get chills and just be like, this feels like I'm watching a movie like in the 60s or the 50s or something where it's just like you're just amazed by the talent that you're seeing on screen, like from a from a filmmaking level, but also just like, I don't know if I've ever seen a film where I felt the dance moves hit that hard or like the the choreography feel as visceral. Um, I would say that it, it just, it felt so immersive, so surprisingly like bleak actually, which I, I wasn't expecting, but like I was so, it, it made it feel like I was watching a, a theater production, but that my chair had lifted up out of where I was sitting and decided to start swooping around the stage. That's how it felt. So in terms of, and I've seen it a few times in theaters now, and every time I watch it, I just, I'm just blown away by like this old master, like Spielberg, just still like absolutely at the top of his game. So West Side Story. He's a pretty good director, hey? I think he, he's got a bright future ahead of him. You know, a couple more of these and who knows? He might do I, something great. I love Josh. I love at the beginning, you know, I don't usually like musicals, but I usually do like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, <laughs> so- yeah exactly. Yeah, man. But it's again, it's like the Ridley Scott thing where you're just like, I I love it when there's like a person who's just like, and like, a master and then you think they're done and then they're just not like that it's just such a like a nice feeling i think where where you're like oh man like he didn't let like age just like end his career like he's just yeah he can just pull out a west side story like like it's nobody's business you know um so yeah anyways open for discussion what do you guys think Oh, Are you I surprised absolutely. that that it's my number two? Or I'm very surprised that it's your number two. But if there was going to be a musical this year and a year that is uh, packed full of them that does make it onto your list, I would expect it to be this one, just because of the actual craftsmanship that goes on with it. And it and it is it's it's got some infectious dance numbers. 
and um, I just absolutely adore the performances. Um, yeah, and it, it is very reminiscent of that kind of like, you know, 60s musical, but using all of like the technological prowess that's available today, which I mm-hmm. think is what makes it like, you know, in the top tier of musicals. It's it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah. I also even I, I'll just add one more thing. I also love that it was shot on film too. Like it was just all of that stuff made even more impressive by the fact that they're like lugging around these massive cameras and yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, Wes. Continue. It doesn't feel like they're lugging anything. It's, it's no. so fast paced. Yeah, true. I was just gonna say that it's uh yeah, I we Aaron and I went and saw it together. Um, and Aaron knew nothing about the story and he was just devastated at the end. He was like, how is that? How is that the ending? It's so sad. Yeah. Oh, like, I know. Yeah, right. Dude, that's, I mean, that's West Side story. Like that's, <laughs> that's the ending, but no, I agree. I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a very tight movie. Um, it felt like it, I mean, this is always the question, right? When there's these remakes, it's, well, was it necessary to remake this movie? And I think that it was. I think it was good enough that it totally justifies the the rehash of it. So mm. that's all I have to say about yeah, a, a absolutely phenomenal movie. Great performances too, and I don't know what I, is there buzz around any performances from that getting. Yeah, I think the lead no, actress and and, and, supporting, and actress. supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the uh, the person who played Anita. Yeah. who I thought was incredible. I mean, like, there's some scenes, like, where Anita and, um, oh, man, I'm forgetting the main, like, Rachel Ziegler's, or Ziegler's character are just, like, having that, like, back and forth. And I realized on the second watch, I'm like, Marie, oh, it's a one Maria. Yeah, yeah, Maria. I'm like, I realized on a second watch, I'm like, oh, this whole scene has been a one Mm-hmm. like which is just classic spielberg it's like you don't yeah. realize of it even even the scene where she wakes up in the morning and like gets ready and tries to make it look like she wasn't like out all night that whole scene is just a whiner but you like there's n- it doesn't draw any attention to itself and i love that like that's just man i just love that stuff each of those performances uh won their category in the uh, golden globes her, okay. Um, what Ariana? I don't know how you say her last Debose. name. Debose. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um. No. Yep. Great. Great choice, Josh. Um. So I will go into my second overall, which feels very fitting following Josh's musical because mine is also a musical. Um. And I don't really have a lead up to mine. It's in the Heights. Um. Oh wow. Yeah. My second favorite movie. Uh it's the soundtrack that on like my spotify like whatever you call it re re what's it called rewind spotify right. rewind yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that it's my top played soundtrack okay. i've listened to the soundtrack like probably 30 35 times <laughs> in its entirety um and this is one where yeah i just fe- i fell in love with this movie rachel my like rachel and i both did um we we just absolutely love it i think the plot is amazing um I'm a sucker for Lin-Manuel Miranda's lyrics. I think it's, uh, the acting is amazing. Um, Usnavi, I'm forgetting, uh, what's his, what's his name, the guy who plays Usnavi? He's nominated for a Golden Globe for his. He was, hey? Um, why am I forgetting this? He's a great musician. Anyways, um... Uh, I loved it. I loved the story. I thought, I thought the, uh... The dance numbers were incredible. Very like different flavor than West Side Story. It's a bit. I, I think it's a bit of a lighter um, musical. But um, yeah, that's those are my thoughts. I don't mm. know if you, if either of you saw uh, Anthony Ramos is his name. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, he's got some. He's mm. got some great music by himself as well. And he's in Hamilton, and I'm a sucker for Hamilton as well. So there you go. In the Heights, great story, um, great musical numbers, great music and yeah it came out in the perfect time it was like summer when it came out right yeah and it was just like oh my goodness you you just feel it every time you watch the movie it just feels like mm-hmm. this beautiful summer 
uh, just this infectious dancing and it's just uh, a really fun movie. Yeah, it's a really, really fun movie. And I kind of I kind of used number two. To be honest, I was like Coda or In the Heights, Coda or In the Heights for my number two, which sounds kind of weird because like, shouldn't that be number three if it's an honorable mention? But I was kind of like, yeah, my second place is going to be my like enjoyment one. And this is the one that I really had a fun time with. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. That's uh, our musicals that we've gone out of the way. Great year for <laughs> musicals. Um, Seriously. Yeah. You know, of course, Dear Evan Hansen came out this oh, year. <laughs> oh, that's which, funny. Yeah, which it wasn't did. a musical, really, in the movie, I don't think. I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, I'd I don't, to, I don't to watch it. To I don't think it's out. a musical anymore. It was a musical, <laughs> but anyways, none of us saw it, I don't think. <laughs> no. 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 Nope. Yeah. no. Okay, great. Maybe there's another great musical. Um, now this is it. This is the the final round here. I know our top one. Yeah, our numero uno. Yeah, my th- and this was like you know straight easily like I was able to figure out my first favorite before able to you know reconcile the second and the third. Uh, just because some movies you watch and you're like, this is absolutely my favorite of the year um i felt that way with this movie and it's a movie that um i that only comes across every you know so often maybe every three to five years i watch a movie and i and i feel this visceral of a reaction to it and this heart warmed and and this pleasant and just happy with my overall experience i talked about you know the technical prowess in my third one and the second movie was all about heart and the big blockbusters. And this one kind of combines them into a well-made movie uh, that still spoke to me on a, you know, personal uh, and emotional level. Um, and it was Coda. So I'm really glad that you bring that movie up, west as something that you've seen and that is in your uh, running up spot. It was absolutely my favorite movie of the year. Um, I think it's excellently crafted and the story is just the epitome of like a heartwarming touching story and uh, you know i i don't think i've cried this hard in a movie uh for a long time um coda for those listening that uh, since, are since, not familiar with the since term. since bridge to Arabithia, right? <laughs> big big waterworks <laughs> that haven't been there since i was a child since i was a child watching bridge to Arabithia for the first time Man, and this this movie got me. So Coda is actually stands for Child of Death Adults, and it follows a young high school aged uh, girl with a family that are uh, fully not hearing um, and have been that way since birth. So it kind of navigates her life both and kind of the conflict that arises uh, from both her being in the not hearing community as well as her being in her regular high school trying to you know just be a regular teenager and having hobbies and passions that don't always connect with her parents and the rest of her family and it also you know uh, shows her responsibility of being the only hearing person in her family of of and there's kind of that push and pull between you know what she's passionate about and what her family's passionate about and that's what got me it was just this amazing story um and you know i go from these grand scheme movies uh you know of saving the world and dune with this intergalactical conflict and spider-man with you know saving the world from villains to like a, a story about a teenage girl struggling with like a very apparent conflict in her life i think all the performances are excellent and this was such a heartwarming movie i recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it and definitely um with a statement my favorite movie of the year nice Hmm. josh have you seen coda i haven't but wow you guys are really selling it yeah yeah it sounds fantastic is there um, any any of that any oscar buzz around this movie yeah you know it's it's one of those ones that might slip under the radar and since the oscars have expanded uh to include so many other movies um i think that it will be nominated for best picture kind of one of those sneaking in i don't think that there's anything in particular that it might win um i think the guy who plays her father Mm -hmm. uh will be 
he he might be the only actor that gets nominated out of all of them but honestly all their performances are excellent yeah um all the actors in the movie that are um non-hearing are non-hearing in real life right. so you know an amazing feat to incorporate that as a, a director you know to direct people in a totally different language uh that's failed before so many times in the past to like hilarious results but like this comes across as one of like you know a very tight and uh very focused and super heartwarming movie so great choice go watch it on apple if you haven't yeah josh number one okay all right wow number one okay um i okay so i think with movies like i mean i'll just say lord of the rings is my favorite series um because it opened my eyes to what cinema could do in terms of scale and scope and like shared experience um the idea that you could take something so rich and complex and adapt it for the screen and make it into like a massive film is just the most incredible thing to me about cinema and so um yeah mortal combat is my number one very no, cool I, it's, nice. it's dune it's dune i'm sorry yeah so uh <laughs> yeah um i loved man i just loved this movie i loved how even though it was set in some like uh, like crazy different planet it felt so like tangible like it felt like you could reach out and touch the environments it felt just so lived in and so thoroughly constructed it's like everyone involved in this was like this has to be my best job i ever do like it feels that intentional and that big um and i think especially in a time where so many blockbusters are not like they they maybe have like um scope but that it's not necessarily executed with the same amount of craft like you can make a cgi planet you can make cg like you can create anything using computer effects but taking the time and care to make sure it looks like you could walk into the screen like that's just a whole nother level and it's something that i'm afraid that film could be losing and so when i see a film like dune it just it's like so exciting to me it it really makes me real yeah just excited for that and i also have to say like i think danny villeneuve like the director i i just love watching how every single project he gets somehow he just he just succeeds in the most like like he hasn't missed and not to put any pressure on him but like he started you know at least the first ones i i saw prisoners sicario and then it's like okay but can you do a sci-fi okay arrival wow that that's amazing okay but can you like do a sequel to the most iconic sci-fi film of all time yeah he can and it's maybe even better well, how about Dune, like this novel that people have tried so hard to adapt? Yeah, he can do that as well. So, you know, you're watching a master just be, you know, awoken, and it's very exciting. So, yeah, Dune. Now, one big critique of Dune that Aaron has as we're going into the movie, Aaron goes, how many times do you think they're going to say the word Dune in this oh, yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. And Aaron very ambitiously, what was your guess? Oh, no, I, I thought my guess was pretty reasonable. I was guessing, <laughs> yeah, we had a count going of how many times they'd say Dune in the movie Dune. Yeah. I, I guess like 21. I was pretty <laughs> conservative, I thought. Of just like, you know, it's probably like, oh, to, to like preface, I've never read the books. I've never <laughs> seen like a movie about dune before but you know i mean like it's called that for a reason like, yeah it's gotta they, be right they said it once didn't they it was one yeah yeah, one. yeah that was the <laughs> one 
Um, yeah, yeah, big big baddie villain guy uh, mentioned Dune once, and that Bill was it. Bill from Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah Scar's Guard. Mm-hmm. Right Ugh, man. I think yeah, he prefers going as Bill from Mamma Mia. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> his, as that's villain. his selected work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah. well, I'll, I'll just get this out of the way and say Dune is also my number one. So, nice. um, I, I echo what you, what you said, Josh, I think in, in a time where it seems like all of the studios are putting all their big budgets into tried and true series and franchises and, and, and safe bets, it was really refreshing to see, um, Dune get made and it was such an incredible, uh, piece of work i mean it was like you know like this kind of art housey kind of cinematic um kind of love letter and at the same time this crazy world building science uh science fiction adventure I, I i will say like i think my only negative of the movie is just that it's i mean it's half a movie um and it would have been a absolute catastrophe if they hadn't um picked it up for a sequel which I, I still am just like, I know it's now officially like been greenlit, but the fact that they were waiting to like see how it did just makes me sad that like, you know, you have probably the biggest actor currently in Timothy Chalamet and um, Zendaya and, Zendaya and <laughs> huge. yeah, huge. <laughs> and uh, you have Thanos. Come on. Like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Thanos, Th- was, yeah. Thanos himself, Thanos himself was in it. Yeah. And the hottest director <laughs> yeah. ever. And the buzz is really positive, and still, it was like, oh no, we're still gonna wait to see. And it was just mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't like seeing that. But it was picked up. The fans rallied, made money, um, and yeah, it was, it was a cinematic experience that hasn't, that I haven't, I haven't had, you know, since I don't know, I want to say like Inception kind of thing, like that. Yeah, way. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I completely agree. It felt earthy and grounded, and the soundtrack was bonkers how good it was and um i think it's gonna be a great uh a great series under denny's um, yeah absolutely yeah with him at the helm um you know i feel like once the oscars get announced like next week i feel like dune's that kind of movie that you know is tagged in the headline of it like that's how big that it's become is you know it's going to be like oscars announced dune and dune uh, gets 10 nominations or something i think it's just gonna like you know just be the most nominated uh of the um movies but you know will it win all of them you know maybe who knows definitely some of like the technical ones but yeah like uh in I, I think it will be one of those ones that uh, I really hope that the Oscars um, uh, honor. Reward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, like the technical categories, it's like, I don't know how any other film would even touch cinematography. Like, I I just, I can't see it, really. Um, you, can't, you, or, can't see, you can't see West Side Story touching it? I, okay here's the bit. thing you know yeah, they're, if, they're in the same yeah. they're in the same baseball fields they're in the same yeah they're, they're, i would they're be catching beside each other or something look i it look if spielberg won another oscar i would be so happy but um just because it's like i don't know it's like seeing michael jordan dunk it's just like yeah like that's just a poster that's just a classic why, why yes. not like michael jordan winning another championship yeah okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking too small well no it might not be too small do you think michael jordan can still dunk yeah, well, older yeah, now. it would be it would be like Michael Jordan coming out of <laughs> retirement and winning another championship today. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Which I don't know, it's just crazy. But but yeah, I I look if if Janusz Kaminski won for cinematography, I'd be also happy with that. I just personally, man, the incredible scale that they managed to get with Dune. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if you can beat that. Um, okay great so that's our that's all of our top threes um i think what i'll have us do here to finish the podcast off is 
just once again, we'll go around, just recap what your top three were really quickly in a list. And then here's a question I'm going to ask you, okay? Any final thoughts on Oscars? What's coming up? Any, I don't know, anything you want to add? Whatever, whatever you want. And then the, my second question is give me one or two movies that you're most, that you haven't seen from 2021 that you're most inspired to, to go and watch. Okay. So, mm -hmm. um, Aaron, you're logically up next. So we'll, I'm putting you on the spot, but why don't you start yeah. your three, your uh, three movies and three then movies, yeah. power of the dog, uh, tie between Dune and Spider-Man no way home, uh, and Coda as my number one. Um, and then, so, Oscar thoughts. Um, I've kind of just been like trying to sprinkle as many as I can. Yeah. Like as we discuss them, I think the power of the dogs, the front runner, as well as like Belfast. I think that that movie um, is the only other one that can maybe edge it out in like best picture. Um, but I mean, like who knows? Like again, it could be very surprising, but I think it's going to be power of the dog. I think it could be moonlight. Yeah. Uh, it's... Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the oh. director of power of the dog is going to win best director um i think will smith will win best actor um i think dune will get the most nominations what else of my like bold predictions that's about it um movies that i haven't seen yet on my list uh that i really want to see um as josh mentioned the last duel um i haven't seen the lost daughter uh maggie gyllenhaal's uh directorial i believe her directorial debut um that's getting a lot of uh award buzz as well that i've still got on my list um so yes those ones sweet josh okay yeah so my top three at three i had the last duel at two west side story at one i had dune i also i in my honorable mentions i left out my number four which is funny but uh last night in soho i just want to give a shout out to that because i think that was a incredible incredible movie that was really underrated um, yeah i watched i watched that one too josh that one was really good yeah yeah I, I loved it um what movie i'm most excited to see hmm yeah honestly power of the dog like has looked really good to me it's just one of those where i just haven't i have it hasn't just been the right moment for me to to go for it but i i'm intrigued and it looks really really good so i want to see that um in terms of Oscar stuff, I don't really have too many predictions. Also, just because, like, I, I've always, like, there's always surprises even, like, with the nominations and, and how things go. But I will say that it's the most excited I've been for an Oscars in a really long time. Just, like, the, the amount of, like, really cool films that came out this year is, is pretty awesome. So I'm excited. Sweet. Um, and then my list, I had number three, King Richard, number two, In the Heights, and number one, same as Josh, Dune. Um, I have essentially no Oscar thoughts because I haven't really looked into much of it. I just hear there's, you know, lots of hype around Power of the Dog, and I think I agree Belfast seems to be up there with, I think, Dune getting some directorial and cinematogra uh, cinema cinematography um, nods as well. Um, as far as movies, I want to see Belfast. I want to see The Power of the Dog and actually finish it now that I've gotten No Country for Old Men out of the way, which I loved. <laughs> we can do another podcast on that in the future, Aaron. Uh, Wait, did you, had you not seen it? Yeah, I hadn't seen it before. Oh, it wow. Great. Okay. Yeah, it was great. It was, un it was like, yeah. amazing. We can definitely yeah. do a podcast on the Coen Brothers. Absolutely. For, for Aaron. Aaron would love that. I would love that. Um, and then uh, The Last Duel as well. I want to watch The Last Duel. So those are the three, yeah, three, I guess, that um, that I want to watch. Nice. So nice. there you go. That's our top three movies from 2021. Again, we didn't watch all of them because we don't have time for that and we have busy lives. And True. But that's okay because this is, you know, this is our podcast. You yeah, know? two of us are in med school. And it's not me, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm i busy, though, with stuff. So. I got yeah. things. I got, I got, I got things other I'm stuff. doing as I well. Things, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but I got things. Get to know me first. Jeez. <laughs> Anything else to uh, add before, uh, before, we, before we go, gents? Yeah, I'm the seeing... social network should have won Best Picture. Nice. Wow. 
Wow. Is that how we're going to yeah. end every podcast? Maybe. At least for Just us. Just how we should have won. I think that is, like, looking back on it, I'm like, what won, man, that what film, won that year? What won that year? The King's the Speech. King's Speech. Oh, that was a great movie. I know. Dude, that was a, that was a great movie. It was a, gr- it was a great movie. Movies. They're all But when movies. you, do you look at the King's Speech and go, man, that, that described where the world was at, like, fully. Okay, no. Well, maybe at the King's Speech time. It's kind of, you, know, you know, it's tough <laughs> when you it. say that. I didn't know this would be such a hot take. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I, yeah. I, no, I totally agree with you. Uh, like, the social network is going to be much more re- rememberable. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I just I just needed a wait to get a you know a platform to to speak on before to, to just you had know, my true thoughts. I know about I I've been the, holding in the my twenty ten for a year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I understand. I do. Yeah, I that I've said I'm happy. That was great. Yeah. Sweet. Well, we kept it around an hour. Good job, everyone. Um, what's Woo. our little outro stuff? Leave five star reviews if you want to. Um. <laughs> don't leave if, low. if, if you, if you don't to. want to then don't if, leave a review yeah if um, you didn't like it yeah like don't you like don't if you tell us it's you know? better to if say you're gonna leave a three-star <laughs> review just don't say anything just don't say anything um yeah. and you know if there's if there's topics you want us to cover um again both timely or timeless either send us a text or Please. comment all right. Yeah. This has been real talk. Here, we'll we'll give you our numbers. Oh. Um, nope. I was going to say hold off on the text. We're like very personable people. <laughs> Don't worry. Yep. Our all right. Out, out, all right. Outro starting. Yeah.